Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Hi, everybody. This is really important. This new limited coin, it's only going to be up for a short time. I really want you to have one. Please help and invest in truth right now. We need you. All hands on deck. We also need this show to expand. We also need this show to show shore itself up against all the attacks that it's undergoing online and with everything else we're having to deal with right now. Please help Freedom of Speech. We're one of the very, very rare shows that's still on the dial that gets to say what we, we get to say what we want. We don't have uh, a bunch of people telling us what parameters to stay in or what to talk about. So if you like the show... And if you want us to keep going, please help us out and go get a collector's coin or a couple of them. Please keep us on the air. And it's the only fundraiser we've done in 10 years. And it's modeled after the first coin ever, ever uh, done in the United States, Lady Liberty. It also says, be faithful, be fearless on it, because we're going to need that message more than ever now. Please go to katedallyradio.com and get a collector's coin while they last. Thank you. I know it's been a crazy year, but when did we vote for Bill Gates, the New York Times, and China to rule over us? The Kate Daly Show starts now. How do you discern? How do you know whether someone's real or not? Like, this is the big argument with Elon (laughs) and Twitter. Because Elon asked Twitter, like, what percentage of your website is filled with bots? And they say 5%. And he says, I don't believe you. I think it's higher. Yeah. So, I mean, I think estimating the overall prevalence is is one thing. But I think that the question of looking at a page and is this page authentic, I think that there's a bunch of signals around that. I don't think that this stuff is black and white or that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system. Um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down, right? And it's... and. And you you could either you could build a system, and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bad guys, but then also by accident take out some number of good guys, or you could be a little more lenient and um, say, okay, no, the cost of taking out any number of good guys is too high, so we're going to tolerate having you know just a, a little bit more uh, like more bad guys on the on the system. These are values questions. 
Democrats. There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story, the New York Post. Yeah, we had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? The FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, we we thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Wow. It doesn't sound like uh, Mark uh, Zuckerberg is lying at all. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, I think that's how the story goes. Uh, yeah, it had to do the Hunter's laptop with the Russian. What does that have to do with the Russian? Remember the Russian story wasn't true? Oh, well, because of the Russian propaganda, we were told, you know, censor. Really? You know, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm Kate Daly, your host. And uh, let me, and yesterday, I I so apologize. I had uh, the migraine from hell. What can I do? (laughs) I can't concentrate when my head's bounding. So I'm back in the saddle today live. And of course, I really want your phone calls today because I have a lot of research to share with you that I think you're going to find interesting. And I also, a lot of research I've been working on this week. So it's kind of a work in progress, but I always like to share that with you because I always like what you have too to bring to the table because I know I'm dealing with some smart cookies out there and I know that you guys know your stuff. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. We all learn from each other. And I think this is, this is just, isn't it awesome? I think it's awesome. Okay. Of course, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't invent Facebook. This is why I think sometimes he has a hard time talking about it, too. He didn't invent it. He was, he was propped up as the face of Facebook. It was a CIA operation. The CIA operation wasn't going to sell. They, couldn't, they would never get people to put up things about themselves if they knew who was behind it. So what do they do? They invent this kid, this college kid. Everybody likes the underdog, right? Some college kid just figures this out. Nobody invests millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars into a kid that's never done anything before. That's just not how the world works. It's kind of like the students that are getting um, their college loans um, paid for by everybody else when we all know that's not how the world works, right? They signed their name to a contract, to a loan as an adult, and said, I will pay for my education. Then they get three, four years in and they go, I don't want to pay, like a little spoiled brat. I don't want to pay. So you guys have to. So all of you get to pay for everybody else's college education that they just didn't want to pay for. But really and truly, we all know, right, this is a bailout. The pensions, um, the pension funds started um, really taking on the student loan um, and putting your money into student loans and taking those on. And so as those are teetering right now across the nation, it's a bailout. It's a bailout without saying it's a bailout. And it keeps us heavily distracted. It's a bailout for student loans. They aren't getting their money. So, um, and it's a great way, uh, on another hand, to, you have to have three hands with this one. Uh, on the third hand, to get kids to vote for you if you're giving them a twenty or $10,000 break. Right? Easy. Easy, easy vote. Okay. Um, everybody, I would like a ten, twenty thousand $20,000 break. Wouldn't you? So the spoiled, rotten brats who keep posting, well, I thought my life was going to be better because 
you know, I was promised, wasn't I, that I would get, I would make over a hundred thousand a year and that my life would be better with my college degree becoming out a, a liberal, you know, women's, a women's studies <laughs> benefactor. <laughs> oh yes. That women's studies degree. Um, yes, you'll be making well over a hundred thousand a year. You have a great life. Um, no, you, you agreed to pay for your ridiculous degree. So pay it. That's about how insane this whole thing is with Mark Zuckerberg because he's the face of it and no one was going to put money into a kid that hadn't proven himself. And so now he he's kind of doing the tell, right, about Facebook. But I actually think it's quite a diversion. It really is. Nothing's going to come of it. The fact that he said the FBI was telling him what to do and really going, hey, this is fascist. But is it fascist? I mean, if the government already owns it and they're using private company designation as a front and they own it and they're t- they basically are owning it so so it's just government it's not even government telling a business what to do it's just government curbing free speech it's just government deciding what's true and what's not and in that clip you heard him say um the intelligence right the intelligence programs you know you have your good guys and then you like have your bad guys he doesn't sound like he knows what he's doing. You have your good guys and then your bad guys. And then, um, so what do you do? I guess you're going to take some good guys down with you. Some good headlines in favor of getting all the bad ones out. What Joe Rogan should have asked if Joe Rogan was worth his salt. And I think he's very controlled now is the fact that he would have said, um, he would have just said, why do we need an intelligence program to figure out which news is true? Why, 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 why do we have that? People can decide what's true. Are you so afraid of them hearing the truth (laughs) that you have to silence it? That you have to put in intelligence bots and programs to go after people? I know I'm heavily censored because accounts like mine that get, um, you know, they get the little mark, you know, hey, I, you know, look at every single thing she posts. And then they do, they go through every single one of my posts to find a reason to cancel me out. It still is a voluntary program, though, by the way. It's voluntary. We're not forced to be on there. Um, so I have to say that, to be fair. We're not forced. But, but at the end of the day, this is a government program run by the CIA. So it's really not even fascism. So all the conservative talk, talk show hosts today that are going, it's fascist. No, not really, because it's the government. But see, they don't tell you this. They don't tell you this. This was a government operation, and... One day it was government operation, and the next day, good old Mark Zuckerberg is the face of it. And he, and he invented it as a college kid. Wow, lucky him. And it just so happens that everybody started joining and uh, putting their stuff on here, and, and they act like it's a separate business, like it's some uh, separate entity. It is not a separate entity. I just hate the false information. It's kind of like Joe Rogan not asking, well, why do, we, why do you need an intelligence program? How is that your role? Why would you do that? You know what I mean? Um, And he should have pointed out that they were government. He should have brought up the operation that the CIA had called, um, what was it called? Uh, Something log. Um, Anyway. I, I, that's, that's the stuff that doesn't come up. So you're told half the story and then you're told what to be mad at. You should be mad that fascism is here. Well, fascism is here. It's been here for a long time, ever since government was willing to um, take a bribe. 
from a corporation, right? Because it takes two to play, not just the corporation, as liberals would tell you. It takes the greasy, horrible, cockroach-like politician, which they all are, to take the bribe. So they, nobody points out the truth anymore. I don't, I, but that's really the truth. It is government doing this to you guys, to all of us. So, so, um, on that same note, (laughs) I have some research I want to bring to the table and share with you. And I brought up a couple of weeks ago about virus and I sort of laid out with the help of, uh, my own research and actually it kind of, it kind of correlated with what William Engdahl brought to the table. He brought a couple of pieces that I didn't know. And of course, Dr. Lee Merritt is talking about this. And if you want to hear a great podcast, go and hear her podcast with Dr. Wag. And she's at the uh, medicalrebel.com. Become a subscriber to hers because she got kicked off of Substack. So become a, a subscriber because she's doing some phenomenal research we go back and forth and share research with each other because the stuff we're finding is insane. And we want to make sure and help all of everybody kind of understand where we're coming from because Dr. Wag, who is a scientist and one of our country's best scientists who actually asked questions, had a lot to say about the fact that you, we could not, we don't have the technology to cut a bioweapon into, um, into into sort of like the the genome right so we don't we don't we don't have this technology that everybody thinks we have so we might be misdirected on this a little bit by all fronts okay but we do but we are able to take a lot of money in science redirect it where it shouldn't go and start everything out on a false premise and this is why if i say virus is made up because I can go back and I can see Simon Flexner back in the early 1900s made it up and then said we couldn't find any other cause so we're just going to invent this new cause called virus and we're going to name a new department called virology and then we're going to control all the medical schools so they have to repeat what we say okay you would only want to do that if you were going to be hiding something if you were going to be wanting to tell a lie is you now get to control the medical establishment and how they're trained, how doctors are trained. So Dr. Merritt agrees that, that, oh my gosh, look at everything she was even trained in, right? And then Dr. Wag brings this to the forefront and says, this, the, this stuff is not, <laughs> what you're hearing is uh, you're hearing a lot of people go off of a false premise to tell you what they think is happening. And the grants, medical grants, you know, pay them to do it, the science grants. So they're working with a whole lot of money and it's a false premise. And we've been sold a big box of rocks in medicine. So I want to come back and share a little bit of the research I have with you. Um, and if, you know, I, I know the phones are lighting up. So if you want to call in about um, Zuckerberg and about the CIA owning, owning, they're the ones that uh, LifeLog. LifeLog is the one. That's what I couldn't think of the name. Um, these were the guys that uh, are behind Facebook. It's not a private company at all. Same with Twitter. Same with all of them. PayPal. They're all owned by the CIA and government money. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. I'll take your calls. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I know that. 
I need to have a lot of vegetables and fruits, and I do as much as I can, but I know that I'm missing out on some vegetables. You can't eat all those vegetables if you're cooking them yourself, and I'm a, I'm a professional chef. So I saw your products, I saw it online, and I said, i got to give this a try. In addition to the fruits and vegetables that I already eat that are fresh, I believe that this gives me the 100% of the natural ones that I didn't eat. So I did it for that purpose, not as to be a substitute, but as to be the supplement for the things that I missed during the day. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code Kate. Talk. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. What a fantastic sale. Use the code word Kate. It helps the show. You can get up to 90% off right now. Take advantage of it. Stock up for Christmas. So many deals that Mike is doing, and it also helps expose election fraud. Thanks, you guys. Use the code word Kate. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. You knew I was going to play this, right? <laughs> of course I am. Welcome back, Kay Daly Show. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta figure out how deep the lies go, and then you know what the playing field is, and then you can start really exposing the bad guys. Isn't that what this is about? Is figuring out how deep the rabbit holes go and how uh, how big the lies are. And usually the lies are huge. They're huge, people. <laughs> that's what. That's one thing I have figured out after studying government as many as tens of thousands of hours as I have is it's the lie is always much bigger than you think. That's why I always say how true many is the Truman Show. Okay. Um, my pillow. Just go there and get some great products. I, I can't. T- I can't even say enough about them because I love their sheets. I have them on every bed of my house. So, and I love their towels and. Um, their down comforters are amazing. I have those on my beds too. They're just in, insane and uh, love them. And their slippers, their new ones, the slides. Oh my gosh, you guys, go get these. They're made of the best material, last forever. And it's like walking on clouds, but you're supported. Oh, you guys, you guys don't know what relief is until you get these. Um, 90% off. Go to mypillow.com and put in the code Kate. Take advantage of it right now. I don't know how long they're going to keep doing the 90% off because uh, I don't know how they could afford to, really, because they're kind of giving away the farm. Please, please go and get some MyPillow products and please go get the collector's coin, please. Uh, it means so much to, 
to myself and my co-hosts and the ability to keep doing this. And we do this because we love it and we love you. And we just want to tell the truth. So get to the truth and uh, please help us do what we do. At some point, people everywhere are going to have to invest in the kind of media they want because the kind of media you're getting for free has been sticking it to you for decades and decades and decades and lying to you. Just like I pointed out with Facebook, they don't tell you the whole story. Nobody asks any questions and I, we just can't have that anymore. I, we have to bolster up truth in radio. And if it means we all pitch in to do it, then we all pitch in to do it. And I thank you for that. And thank you for your sacrifice to help free speech. Know that you've done something to help. And uh, they're 99 bucks, the Kate Daly Show coin modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States and Lady Liberty. As a reminder, they're beautiful coins. They come in a beautiful case. Uh, note from me and please, please get one while you can. It's very limited. And I just, this is the fundraiser for the show. And so please do this and you're going to invest in silver. So it's great because you're going to get something out of it too. And uh, everybody's thinking about putting money in gold and silver right now. It's a great way to help free speech at the same time. Go to katedallyradio.com right up at the top. It says the coin and click on that. And it's so easy to order. Please, please get one or several for family members. Please Maybe it's a great way to introduce the show because it says be faithful, be fearless on it. And uh, also the message about the history of the coin. So let me let me share with you a couple of things that um, I've been dealing with in research because I'm going to share with you kind of working, working research right now. A lot of people don't realize, in fact, I have the ad in front of me. There was an ad that went out in the gay communities. I'm going to talk about AIDS for a minute. Um, in the gay communities and it was this, uh, this poster and it had a picture of a torso, cartoon torso, and it said last chance for gay men to join the hepatitis B vaccine program. Enrollment closes in June after which the vaccine may not, may not be available for several years. And it, this was from New York, had a phone number and also, um, take the, take the free blood test, Right. This hepatitis vaccine from the period of 1978 to 1981, the CDC, the very, very corrupt, corrupt Fauci CDC and CDC in general, they're all corrupt, uh, conducted a hepatitis B vaccine experiment. And by the way, Debbie Burks with the scarf, you know, the one that's doing a tell all, but not really right now. Um, she was in on this funding too. She was the, she was like, uh, like a Fauci with this AIDS funding. This is how they all got really going in their careers. But they had this enticement for the gay community to take this hepatitis B vaccine. And, um, it was first detected among participants in the CDC hepatitis B vaccine trial and then quickly spread throughout the gay community in those cities. And, and uh, Polly, the, the gal that does great research too, she did a big expose on Debbie Burks. And Debbie Burks was in an accident and was the last thing that she said before she went under was, don't give me any blood, because this was in the 80s. Don't give me any blood. She knew that the um, blood stores were, the blood supply um, storage was tainted and they tainted it with uh, the, um, the monkey 
the same the same monkey uh, virus we talk about with polio, right? Because we all know that 90 million doses of polio went out that they knew were infected with monkey kidney disease. Okay, so she knew. They all knew. Anyway, so this started with a hepatitis B vaccine experiment. The first people with AIDS and HIV were detected among the participants of the CDC hepatitis B vaccine. It didn't just come as a matter of a virus, in other words. And so that's part of history that must be corrected a lot because the, the, the way they love to tell this is the gay men in the experiment were injected with a vaccine, right, that had been made using human hepatitis B infected blood, which was injected into chimpanzees known to be infected with the cancer-causing simian virus 40, the SV40. Same thing that went in the polio, right? The virus that had contaminated the polio vaccine. So before these CDC experiments, there were no reported cases of what looked like this different HIV or AIDS. And the epidemic was officially declared by the CDC, the same ones given the shot because they knew what the outcome was going to be in 1981. And that was at the conclusion of the experiment. So I feel like a lot of, a lot of our, uh, you know, our bodies are made quite well. And I, th- I think they did everything they could do to fight it. But when you're welcoming a shot into your body, just like people are now, well, you get what you get from a shot, don't you? And uh, Dr. Wag also mentioned from um, the Medical Rebel uh, podcast with Dr. Merritt that she shared with me um, that there are 35 different menus, shall we say, for the shots that went out. There are 35 different concoctions of the shots. So you might feel fine if you got one that didn't have the same concoction as say number 28 or 25 or 20 or 19 or 35. It all depends on what concoction you get that puts your life into a bigger place of mortal danger than another person. But here's the kicker. Just because you feel okay doesn't mean your body's doing okay on the inside because you had certain things inside that shot. There's 35 different recipes. This coming from a a scientist from India who's here in America, who's done some amazing work. Amazing work. She um, went on to uh, study the, what was it, the Valley Fever. Do you guys remember Valley Fever, California? And she proved that Valley Fever did not come from a virus. It came from, um, it came from the ingredient they were spraying on strawberries because she kept asking all the right questions and kept wanting to know the truth behind Valley Fever. And um, when she presented this to uh, the, the California, the state of California, they completely just dismissed her and said, no, it's a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus. When things are perpetuated either by a toxin, a fungi, a bacteria, or a man-made shot like this hepatitis shot and all the crap they put into it, that's just not a naturally occurring virus. It's just blamed on one. Um, so the men, uh, so the, the New England Journal of Medicine published a report proclaiming the vaccine was safe and the incidence of side effects were low. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? New England Journal of Medicine published a report, paid to do so, I I assure you, proclaimed the vaccine safe. 
and its incidence of side effects low and claimed a 96% success rate. Mm -hmm. You guys realize they perpetuate the same lies over and over and over again. I know you guys get that. The rest of America needs to wake up. Stop being so dumb. The, uh, they failed to mention the emergence of this new disease affecting some of the subjects. Yeah, they just kind of failed to mention that. They just kept saying it was safe. Just like right now. The men in the Manhattan experiment had the highest rate of HIV ever recorded during that time period. 20% were discovered to be HIV positive in 1980, 40% by 1984 that were in this experiment of the hepatitis B shot, this new one, this new one they had come out with and promoting it to the gay community. Okay. And so re-examination of the stored blood samples from the AIDS trial in New York by epidemiologists at the National Cancer Institute found that one out of five gay men, 20% tested positive for the new KS herpes 8 virus, Kaposi's sarcoma virus in 1982. And before 1978, no stored blood anywhere in the U.S. tested positive for either HIV or Kaposi's sarcoma virus, which was not identified until the mid-90s. Okay? There was a PBS-taped interview with medical historian Edward Shorter and Dr. Maurice Heilman, um, or Hillman, Hillman, uh, Merck's foremost vaccine developer, acknowledged that the polio vaccine manufactured by Merck had the contaminated, had been contaminated with SV40. In case some of you are wondering, Dr. Mary's Monkey, that whole podcast in the favorite section on my website talks all about this, okay? There were many people that came out that said, oh yeah, uh-huh, yeah, we knew. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay, we knew. We knew that, you know, you were gonna be infected. Cancer went through the roof 10 years later after polio. The polio shots went out, but... um he defended it. He even, oh, he said, we didn't know we were importing AIDS. <laughs> wow. And also he said he defended the contaminated vaccine. He said it, and I can't make this up. So I have to tell you this, that he said it was good science at the time because that was what you did. You didn't worry about these wild viruses. But in fact, the taped interview was never aired for fear of liability, but it was submitted to the Library of Congress and then in 2011, it was posted on YouTube, only to be disappeared again. And uh, given the lethal nature of this, right, you can only trace this back to the CDC's experiment, by the way, um, because the men in the CDC, exper- CDC experiment were the ones that got this. Do you still think, do you, is anyone out there live and die by the CDC? I sure hope not. They've been messing people over and lying to them for years and years and years, decades and decades. This was 40 years ago. So the actual number of AIDS deaths among the men in the experiment has never been revealed, nor have their medical records ever been studied. And there was a lot of effort to obtain the information uh, that had been rebuffed, invoking the confidential nature of the experiment to deny access. Very sad. Very sad. A lot of lies. But when I come back, I want to share with you a couple of things that I found, okay, that are just extraordinary. I just have to share these with you. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. But you've got to know these things. You just have to. Because there's no denying it. I went back into history to find these things. I just, I have to share them with you. I'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. (laughs) 
Hi, everybody. This is Kate. Hey, go to preparewithkate.com. Right now, you can get some food storage in your home, and you can get such a savings on it. You can get a three-month supply with $150 off, or you can get a four-day supply uh, for $297. There's some great deals right now, and the best part is you can actually pay over time, but get it in your house right now. So I'm, I'm really letting you guys know, preparewithkate.com. It puts you right into Patriot Supply. They're a fantastic company with fantastic products. Products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the Pure Body Spray, the Zeolite Spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to, and they give it to their kids. But also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this Pure Body Spray, all you do a spray it in your mouth tastes like water you don't even taste anything and a couple times a day and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out and so this is an important spray with everything going on all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else this is something that you're going to want in your arsenal so i highly highly recommend this uh pure body zeolite spray okay uh, make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage. You'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing, and this is the purest form on the market, so make sure and get it. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Have you purchased your coin yet? Please do so. Go to katedallyradio.com and get your collector's coin, the Kate Daly Show silver coin. It's going to put a few bucks back in your pocket because you're investing in, in silver. And I like that. And it's only going to go up from here. So make that investment into truth and radio. Know that you did something for truth. You did something for freedom of speech. You supported those that are trying to tell the truth. It's such an important message right now, you guys. I can't even tell you. I've been doing this a decade. And we took the show on our own own about five years ago. But but in order to keep going, we're going to need your support. And this show has to be run by the people. It has to be. We don't, we're not, we're not owned by a corporation. And so we don't have that backup resource. Um, and this is why it's such a word of mouth show. And we don't do any advertising. Uh, but we've grown immensely this year, but we need your help. Please go and purchase a, co a collector's coin for 99 bucks right now, where most of that goes to the show and puts a little money back in your pocket. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much for helping us. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
focus on crime and corruption. Boy, there's so much of it that it's so thick. It's terrifying, really. I'd hate to terrify you on a Friday. I know you're probably looking forward to your weekend, but holy cow. Uh, Welcome back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Please go get the coin and uh, help out free speech. Keep us on the air. We're not, we're not bought by anybody. We're not influenced by anybody. We just do a whole lot of research and we bring that to you. And if you like that, people are going to have to start shoring up the radio they believe in, the shows they believe in, because we're not going to be able to do this without you. Um, on my site, katedallyradio.com, you'll see the top box. It says um, the coin, you know, it has the picture of the coin on it and it's gorgeous gorgeous silver coin and it'll put money back in your pocket anyway because you're investing in silver please do this know that you did something to keep us there please uh and i thank you bottom of my heart thank you i love doing what i do i have an insatiable appetite for curiosity to know what's really going on and i hope as i present all the research i do to you i you know to you i I, I hope I, 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 I can do it right. I, you can understand what I've been learning about too. Um, also, balance of nature. Just go get the supplement. You're going to feel so good. You know what? I think sometimes we feel, we don't feel good, but we don't realize it because we're so used to it. We're so used to bad health. I'm, I'm not kidding here. We're used to this. So you're going to feel so great. So please go get balanceofnature.com. No more uh, balance of nature. Just put in the code Kate. You're going to get 35% off in free shipping. And then maybe you'll realize that we have just be, we've been putting up with symptoms and not feeling good for a long time because of everything kind of warring against us. Go to balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate. I want to share something with you. It's so crazy. So this is working research. I should add. I was looking in the past, I have a book that, that goes back and talks about the things that they were talking about in the 1800s and the 1700s and the writings of those doctors and what they were finding. And we all tend to think that today we're so smart and back then we didn't know anything. Okay. So we had, we had ludicrous things we were doing then to patients, you know, bloodletting and everything else. But, but really in actuality, they were, they were identifying some things that they were kind of telling us what was really happening, but we in the future go back in the 1900s and we went back and we started rewriting history. We started telling them what disease they had, what virus they had. I'm not joking. We go back and we do this from 1910 on. So I'm going to share with you kind of what was going on at the time because I did, I did find this insanely insane. I just, I can't even, I just can't even tell you. So when I was researching you know, there's a lot of talk about what we brought over to the Indians, the native Americans here, when we came here and how awful we were and what awful people we were. And we brought all these things with us. And I discussed a piece on the air a long time ago, probably a couple of years ago now, probably in the year 2020, where I talked about the fact that we, when we say this disease belongs to this country or this disease belongs to this country, we realize how weird that is, right? Diseases don't know country boundaries. <laughs> you 
can't, you don't stay with, it's like, it's like we're all human beings, except over here in this region, you have this. And over here in this region, you have that. The only real thing that you could have that's different is maybe you don't have access to this load of vitamins over here or this load of vitamins over here, right? You might see deficiencies in some areas of the world. Okay. And, and so to say that we brought the Native Americans these things, well, let's just go back and look for ourselves, shall we? So there is a paragraph that they use over and over and over again in research when they talk about diphtheria. And diphtheria was uh, one of the things we brought over here that really kind of happened in the Northeast, um, New Hampshire, Maine, you know, those areas. And, and they say over and over again, in 1613, Spain experienced an epidemic of diphtheria. It was known as the year of strangulations. El año de los garotelos. I don't know. I'm going to murder Spanish. I murder English. So there you go. The year of the strangulations. Now, this is the only sentence they say (laughs) over and over again, because then it goes up to 1735. Diphtheria epidemic swept through New England. Okay. So then I'm curious, well, how did we know it was diphtheria in 1613? Because nobody ever says anything about it. Nobody ever discloses why they say it was diphtheria. Diphtheria wasn't even coined till way later. So why are we going back and telling Spain they had diphtheria? Do you know what they called it? The Krupp or the Krupp? That's not the same as diphtheria as we know it, right? Right? Okay. So it didn't make any sense to me. So... I thought, well, that's kind of strange. And they also, because I I looked this up in Spanish and had it translated, it was uh, skin to leather contraction. Contraction, skin to leather. Very strange. Okay. And it just feels like you're drowning. But France and Europe and Italy had it too. But they weren't calling it that. So then you jump up to 1735. So you have 1613 Spain, which they never really disclose why they say that. And then you have 1735 and a diphtheria epidemic swept through New England. Well, they say this over and over again in our history. Yet there's something wrong with that because things don't just come. There's always a cause. There's always a reason, right? And so what I found kind of interesting about this was that I started really going back into history. I started looking at at what people were writing back then about this. Not what we write now, not what we write in the 1900s about this, because we go back and we go, this is what they have. But what were they saying back then? What, what, what was it? This was so strange, okay? So back in the day, right after this happened, some people were writing about it, and they said this. They said, uh, this is from personal accounts. They could explain their own distress without reference to any sickness in the neighboring towns. During the previous summer, there had been a plague of huge black caterpillars, such as had we never had been seen before. I'm, I'm quoting. And the leaves on the trees and the bushes had been destroyed um, until the countryside was as barren as winter. These caterpillars were indeed a nuisance. No river or pond could stop them. They could swim like dogs. <laughs> I can't make this up. And, tra- and, uh, and traveling um, unaccountable armies and completely covering whole houses and trees 
carriage wheels would crush them, that you would have the sound of crushing caterpillars as they rolled down the streets. Carcasses of these caterpillars everywhere. Okay? They dismissed these stories. The town was telling you the only thing that changed in 1735 was that we had a plague. They covered everything and they ate everything. Caterpillars, black caterpillars. Well, in the Northeast, there is a caterpillar. It's called the the brown-haired. It's a very toxic caterpillar. The hairs on the caterpillar are extremely toxic. Do you know what they cause? They cause respiratory failure if you have too much of this as a reaction to these caterpillars. Diphtheria was a respiratory problem. They, were, they, they felt like they were drowning and their throats, you know, they, they, they got large, right, and, uh, and voluminous. And, and, and so you had these white marks, kind of like uh, strep marks, strep, like the um, bacteria strep, okay? And this toxic hair, even to this day, people don't want to go out in certain months because they know that they're going to be subject to this very, very toxic hair from this caterpillar. The caterpillars also feed on dead animal fur. So at the time, they had scarlet fever and they had what we say now, they weren't saying this at the time, this kind of new thing with the, with the, with the respiratory, the way it was diphtheria. Okay. And it was mostly kids. It was mostly kids that were, that got this. So were they on the ground playing with these things? Were they touching them? Most adults probably would just walk by, but a kid would probably stop just to see because they were very, um, very strange looking creatures, right? Large. And so, um, so scarlet fever has this rash, Well, it just so happens that if you look up this toxic caterpillar and being in the presence of this, which they had a plague, 1735 of these, they also have the same red rash. Interesting, right? So whether it's a toxin, a bacteria, or a fungi, a chemical, okay, these things exist. But when we go back in history, we say this was a diphtheria. This was a virus. And what's interesting is, is this plague was just huge. And of course, for a couple of years, it was off and on with this plague of caterpillars in the Northeast. This caterpillar also was in Europe, where they also had these same symptoms. But nobody ever attributes it to anything like that. In fact, in history, there's no mention of it. The only time you can even read about this plague that they were experiencing where they said it covered houses and trees. I mean, they were eating everything. And so when they eat everything, their feces droppings can sound like rain. This, this even happens today. People say it sounds like rain dropping. The feces drops from these caterpillars. If you had a big enough swarm of these, if everywhere you were walking, you were getting this hair on you, this toxic hair that comes out of these caterpillars, then you could certainly see how many people could probably have a lot more respiratory, especially at the time. See, right now they warn people about it, but back then they weren't warning that it was toxic. They weren't warning that something was wrong with the hair. They weren't warning that something was wrong with the feces because they do, they do and can eat um, animal fur. 
So they weren't warning about this. Nobody was saying anything about it. The only time you're going to notice this is when you go back into the um, records and people were talking about it. But our medical books won't talk about it. They, they won't even cite this. <laughs> they won't talk about it at all. I had to read firsthand accounts to finally get what was going on because I knew something had to have changed in 1735. Isn't it fascinating, though, because sometimes these things come over on plants and trees. Sure, from um, Europe, they can. Um, and the gypsy moth that wasn't coined until, you know, uh, a couple centuries later. Um, uh, we have that infestation, too. But isn't it interesting that so many things, if you just go back into history and you read what the people talked about, you can actually kind of see, well, yeah, I could see how that could happen. Same rash, respiratory problems. It's an allergy. It's an allergy. And it wasn't like they were washing everything to get rid of that toxic hair. They didn't know about it. So what? why would you do anything about it, right? You would just sit and you would be covered in this hair. Well, it would probably get worse. So then doesn't it beg the question, how many times are we told that we go back into history and we name something and we say, this is what happened. Same thing happened with yellow fever. Yellow fever came about and they blamed the people coming over on the ships from Africa for yellow fever. But they said, they, I went back into what did they say at the time? I had to go way back for this one. And they said, well, it was because of the filth. They had all this filth. They weren't cleaning the cities at all. It was filth, garbage, sewer. <laughs> they had all these problems. And uh, do you know what our history books say today? Oh, yeah, they said that, but we have proven that, that it's yellow fever. It's yellow fever. It wasn't, it was caused by a virus. It wasn't caused, but this is us going back in the 1900s. Yeah, they say that, but that couldn't have done it. We've proven them wrong. It's a virus. We're so busy writing history creatively and rewriting history from the past that talk about an enormous lie. If what we're all saying is true, if, if they knew what they were doing when they came up with this and then could come out with vaccine because what were they doing working on vaccines for everything that's what that's what they were able to do with pharma you can get very very rich off those vaccines and ruin a lot of lives too so i will be right back i have so much more to share with you so you can't go anywhere <laughs> so you, can't, you just can't not at this point okay there's so much more to say be right back kate daly show kate daly radio.com and uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, KateDallyRadio.com. Order a coin on the break if you can. I thank you. The co-hosts thank you. And uh, Truth thanks you, really. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Really, I do. Thank you. Be right back. <laughs> 